everyone. This is Morgan Phelps with Acuity Brands. Thank you for tuning in to the Women in Sustainability and Enterprise podcast, also known as WISE. We created this podcast to elevate the voices and achievements of women within Acuity Brands who are working towards a more sustainable environment and workplace. As Acuity continues their sustainable journey, we want to amplify the stories of the women who helped us get here because it takes us all. Welcome to our journey. I'm your co-host Simran Clare alongside Lauren Scott, and today our guest is Crystal Neely. Crystal is the Director of Corporate Communications for Acuity Brands. She has responsibility for communication vehicles to elevate understanding, alignment, and engagement. She also leads a team responsible for supporting change management initiatives and increasing internal and external mindshare through social media. Crystal joined Acuity Brands in 2014 and has held roles in increasing responsibility. Since joining Acuity, she launched a monthly newsletter, an internal website, an ambassador program, webinar-based town halls, virtual lunch and learn programs, and two employee resource groups, as well as a company-wide 5K. In addition, Crystal serves on the Executive Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council, leads merger and acquisition communications, and develops strategies for executive communications. Before joining Acuity Brands, Crystal held income development and communications roles for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital the American Diabetes Association, and Morehouse School of Medicine. Crystal also serves as a volunteer with the Atlanta Chapters International Association of Business Communicators Professional Development Committee. She has previously served on the International Association of Business Communicators Grant Selection Task Force and was a 2020 Inspire Atlanta Leadership Program member. She has a bachelor's degree in journalism and mass communications from the University of South Carolina, Columbia, and an MBA from Brunel University. Now I'll turn it over to Lauren. Thanks so much, Simran. Crystal, could you take our listeners through your professional journey so far and how you got to where you are today here at Acuity Brands? Sure. First, let me start off by saying thank you so much, Simran and Lauren, for welcoming me to the WISE podcast. I started my professional journey very confused what my next steps would be. After graduating with a degree in journalism and mass communications, my options felt limited based on where I lived at the time. I dabbled in radio ad sales, but proved that sales really wasn't for me, as you actually have to sell ads in order to get a decent paycheck. I quickly pivoted to working for a local television affiliate before landing what I would call my first real job in my field working for an advertising agency, where I had the opportunity to write television and radio ads and place media buys for clients. It was a great job, but something was lacking for me. I had always had a passion to help others and found a way to do so by work by joining ALSAC, the fundraising arm for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I had the opportunity to generate revenue, develop communications, and meet patients. Those firsthand experiences of seeing a child win or sadly lose their battle to cancer was life-changing. Still very passionate around making a positive impact and helping others, I have had great roles with the American Diabetes Association and later working for a top medical school focused on training future African-American doctors and researchers to provide needed services to underserved communities. As I thought about my next role, I wanted to extend my skill set through a company that would allow me to grow professionally and create opportunities for me to still make a positive impact in my community. And I found that here at Acuity Brands. You've certainly had such an impact across the nonprofit and the, the for-profit sector, Crystal. 
Um, I'm curious to learn more about your communications background and what role you see storytelling storytelling playing in a company's sustainability journey. So I would say that I feel that storytelling is such a powerful tool. When you think about it, a good story is one that is reshared. You want to share it with your loved ones, your friends, and maybe even use it as an icebreaker in a room of people you've never met before. By nature, stories connect us. They help us to remember things in our past, and they help to share an encouraging future outlook. Storytelling, when effective, can transcend race, ethnicity, social economic class, gender, and even time. Shaping impactful stories helps people understand your vision and even convinces them to go on the journey with you. This year, I have had the pleasure of creating many of the feature stories in Acuity's FY21 Earthlight Report. Acuity is transforming what matters on the environmental, social, and governance fronts. And seeing the passion of our associates contribute to the narrative was so exciting for me. Sharing the phenomenal contributions of our associates who are all in to showcase that Acuity is where the best people come to do their best work and how our people are focused on making the planet better for our associates, communities, and customers. Being able to showcase our progress on diversity, equity, and inclusion, how we design for sustainability, our associates who are creatively reducing waste within our facilities, and even this podcast, WISE, working to amplify the voices of women committed to making a significant, sustainable impact. You're certainly very busy at Acuity Brands, but I know that you also have a lot of work outside of what you do here with the company and that you're also a very active volunteer. Could you speak to us a little bit more about your involvement outside of the walls, virtual or not, of Acuity Brands uh, and your thoughts on the importance of professionals considering adding philanthropic work to their resumes? So as I mentioned, on my path to Acuity Brands, Philanthropy has always mattered so much to me. When you have an opportunity to be a good person, you should do that. I was raised by a woman who gave her umbrella to strangers she would see without one during rainstorms. My mom made meals for other single moms as a way to treat them to lunch. She worked nights to ensure that I never wanted for anything or felt less than. As a single parent, my mom always found ways to provide for me while never turning a blind eye to others in need. She set an example of strength, compassion, and determination that is hard to observe and not be compelled to emulate. I like to find ways to help where I can and actually have a text thread with some friends where we share opportunities to help. I've participated in food drives with my church to feed children during the summer who may be faced with food insecurity. I've had the chance to serve on the grant community through the International Association of Business Communicators to help other communications professionals gain memberships to help advance their careers. In 2020, I had the amazing opportunity to be in a program called Inspire Atlanta through the Atlanta Women's Foundation. Through this program, I was able to grow professionally, but also contribute vital funds to support the effort to provide money to minimize the stress over housing concerns, feeding families, and technology that may be required for learning options. As one of the top fundraisers in my class, it was so rewarding to contribute to the Atlanta Women's Foundation to continue providing funding, resources, and evaluation support to nonprofits that provide programs to low-income women and girls to help them break the cycle of poverty. I've even had the pleasure of mentoring women 
from the 2021 Inspire Atlanta class to help them reach their fundraising goals. In addition, I want to instill the importance of giving back to my children. My oldest son was recently inducted into the Beta Club, and we take his monthly service hours very seriously. We've contributed to our local food bank, Goodwill, the Salvation Army, and I recently signed us up to write letters to the residents of a nursing home. I would encourage anyone who has an opportunity to find ways to get involved in your local community. There are so many different ways to give, and the work that you do may inspire someone else to also join you on your fight to make communities better. Going back to when you first joined Acuity Brands in 2014, could you walk us through how you've seen our sustainability journey evolve to where we are today? So since joining Acuity Brands, I have truly had an opportunity to see our sustainability story evolve. We were a company that really didn't celebrate the work that we were doing, and Acuity has truly been at the forefront of many great innovative technologies that are helping people to reduce their energy cost. In addition, it has been so exciting for me to see the growth of Acuity from a social standpoint. A few years ago, I was invited to serve as a member of the Finish the Ride Foundation. This organization was created as a cycling event to raise money and heart health awareness in honor of an Acuity associate, Seth Owen. I've also helped establish all three of the employee resource groups here at Acuity Brands, the Women's Network, MAGIC, which stands for Minorities Amplifying Growth, Inclusion, and Community, and our newest employee resource group, Pride, People Respecting Identity, Diversity, and Equity. I have such passion around all three of our employee resource groups, but MAGIC is the one that gets the most of my attention right now because I serve as one of the founding members. MAGIC is something that was an idea that an associate came up to me a few years ago and asked me to co-lead, and it has been such a wonderful journey. People of color have been overlooked, overworked, minimized, or prejudged for a very long time. To be able to shed light on inequities while creating opportunities for people of color to get exposure to leadership, create opportunities for mentorship, to activate associates to get out and volunteer in our community, and even have fun along the way has given me such a great sense of accomplishment. We celebrate diversity months, profile and recognize associates of color, showcase the hardships of the leadership journey for people of color, but also inspire associates to take the needed steps to progress in their careers. All of our employee resource groups have executive sponsorships. Our membership numbers continue to increase and having associates from all levels of the organization involved in our events truly shows Acuity's progress. It's so exciting to hear about how our employee resource groups are taking off at Acuity Brands, and thank you for all your work in those groups. We'd love to also learn a little bit more about your role within our Executive Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council. Could you share with us some more information regarding your overall involvement, some projects to date, and anything that you see in terms of what's on the horizon for the group? First, let me say what an honor to sit on this council. As a leader of our MAGIC employee resource group, I bring the perspectives from the members to our executive-led council. Being able to share my insights and participate in dialogue that will impact generations to come has been so rewarding. The council is looking at everything our company does, 
through a diversity, equity, and inclusion lens. Recruiting, promotions, salaries, you name it. We've conducted a listening strategy with our associates to understand their perspectives around diversity, equity, and inclusion, and we've taken those insights to develop a three-year DEI roadmap. There is a lot on the horizon, but the true focus is on recognizing that our company is successful thanks to the diversity of thought and people. We are creating an environment where the best people can come to do their best work. We've certainly seen a lot of changes, both at Acuity and overall in our communities, especially given the impact of the pandemic, uh, specifically related to you know how and where we work. And I know that Acuity recently launched an initiative called Acuity Anywhere. Could you walk us through how this initiative and any impacts to it have influenced our work in terms of our ESG story? Sure. Acuity Anywhere is our hybrid work model where we have associates who work in one of three buckets. You work on site in a flexible role where you spend a part of your time maybe working remotely and a part of your time working in an office, or you work completely remotely. We believe this model will help enable us to attract and retain the best talent, reach our Earthlight goals, and build on our foundation of productivity, collaboration, and innovation. Guided by our commitment to serve our customers as well as care for our associates, our leadership team, in partnership with many, many people at Acuity who worked on a work stream to put this together, considered several factors when building out this program. We wanted to make sure that we were focused on delivering on our customer expectations, leveraging technology, and improving how we work to meet their future needs. We also wanted to make sure that we were putting the focus on results and outcome and minimizing the focus around simply activity. We wanted to make sure that we were improving productivity and creating opportunities to facilitate innovation. In addition, it was really important that we work to enhance the work life um, of Acuity Associates. We're able now through Acuity Anywhere to use our buildings more effectively and save energy. We're increasing our ability to recruit and hire top talent from all over the world. And we're also able to reduce our carbon output and other energy consumption by reducing commuting and unnecessary travel. As we look towards bringing more diversity, both within Acuity Brands and our industry overall as an industrial technology company, what advice would you have for the younger generation coming into this industry? So my advice for the next generation entering the workforce is to think broader. Have bolder thoughts about what you can become. Before my grandmother passed, I remember sitting at her kitchen table. I was working on a strategic announcement with an Acuity executive. When I wrapped the call, I started clicking and clacking away on my keyboard, and I looked up because I could feel her looking at me. She looked at me and said, Someone listens to what you have to say. Her question stunned me. I was also quite saddened because I realized that as an African-American woman, when my grandmother was growing up, she did not have the same opportunities that I now have. She took jobs that she was given and did whatever she had to do to provide for her family. She never knew of a world that would include her granddaughter providing counsel and serving as a thought leader to a senior executive and doing so working from home or her home at the time. 
I often remind myself that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I can say this confidently because I know it's true and it's been reinforced. And I often tell myself that as I continue to grow in my career. There have been so many times when I am the only person of color in a room. Can it be intimidating? Absolutely. But there are so many people watching. If I do a good job, I feel that I'm creating opportunities for more people of color to be invited into the room next time. My advice, shoot your shot. If there is an opportunity you want, go for it. Don't limit yourself. Don't count yourself out. And don't think that you can't try something new. There will always be people who won't see your vision or potential, but keep showing up and trying until you find those who do see your potential and give you an opportunity at that shot. I can certainly say that that is definitely advice that we should all take away and use in our future. So thank you so much for that, Crystal. Shifting to uh, learn a little bit more about you and your personal life, could you tell our listeners more about how you practice sustainability in your personal life and the interests or hobbies that you have? So I will be honest, a few years ago, my oldest son saw me throwing a water bottle into our trash can and the disappointment in his face made me make a huge shift in what I was doing in my home life. So I um, started making my change there and being more mindful of what I could do to make sure that I was positively contributing to um, making the world a better place. When I was deep into the Earthlight Report development process, I started to feel so inspired. I really miss dressing up and going into the office. And since I don't get to wear the same clothes that I used to wear, I've put a renewed focus on building up my athleisure. So hoodies, yoga pants, sneakers, you name it. While shopping online, I found these fabulous Nike wafer racers craters. They are so comfortable and made with upcycled materials. I've been doing my best to support Black-owned businesses my favorite online retailer, storefront, and expo event is Sisters in Business. Sisters in Business is celebrating and educating women of color to start, grow, and scale their businesses. It's the nation's only multi-city small business community and expo. It provides an accessible platform where women of color can significantly expand their reach and grow their business. When I have the option to, I also combine my packages to reduce the amount of cardboard boxes I receive, and I also select no box options wherever I can. Being that I have two children, I am now hyper-focused on finding ways to be a good role model, but also to make sure that we leave them a planet that is in great condition for my future grandchildren. Well, you've definitely given us some amazing resources already, um, but I'm, we were wondering in terms of the scope of this podcast and women in sustainability and enterprise, are there any additional resources, whether a book, a podcast, or a publication that you'd recommend that our listeners check out? Sure. So I have three that I want to share. First, I recommend Girl Trek. You can follow them on Instagram. They get you out and walking, but are also committed to self-care. A book that I am loving to read and recommend to others is called The Memo, A Seat at the Table by Minda Hart. It's an excellent book for women looking to grow professionally. And last but not least, my favorite podcast right now is Earn Your Leisure. It's a podcast ho hosted by Rashad Bilal and Troy Millings. 
where basically you're getting behind the scenes financial advice. I think that it's super important on our sustainability journey for people to have financial freedom. So this is definitely a podcast that I recommend. The narrative around social and environmental well-being can sometimes be overwhelming, especially as people try to keep up with what's going on in our communities. How do you manage to stay motivated in your personal and professional endeavors, despite what can sometimes feel like a heavy landscape? Every day on the news, there are so many different reports that are just so discouraging. Sometimes you just have to step away. And as unproductive as that sounds, sometimes being in the right mind space helps you to think bolder about what it is you can do to make a positive impact in this world. I feel that some of the things that I want to make sure that I continue to do is to continue to do activities that are building up people of color, women, and creating a lasting impact in my community. So whenever I can, sometimes volunteering actually is a stress reliever for me. Being able to step away and put a smile on someone else's face makes me feel good and I'm able to contribute um, to my broader community. It also brings me joy when I can get other people to come and participate with me. So it is such a heavy landscape, but where there is one, there can be two. Where there is two, there can be four. We don't have to feel that we have to bite off the whole apple ourselves. Getting other people to join in this journey with me has been one of the most rewarding aspects of how can I and others help improve our world without you feeling like you're carrying the weight of the world on your own. Well, the sustainability community at Acuity Brands, including Simran and I, are very lucky to, to be on that journey with you. Um, we always like to end off the podcast with one final question because there's so many different definitions out there in terms of sustainability. But could you, and maybe just a sentence or two, run us through what sustainability means to you? Sustainability to me means creating a world where we all can thrive. Well, Crystal, I just want to thank you again so much for your time today. It has been so great catching up and, and learning everything that you have been doing both at Acuity Brands and outside of it. Thank you so much again for being a guest on the show and for everything that you do to help us. It was so great to catch up with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for supporting this month's Women of the Month here on WISE. We're looking forward to sharing more success and stories with you all here at Acuity Brands. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, and we'll see you all next month.